this week, the personality of the Balasri Deesh of Yaakov Yechiel Weinberg, Zecha Tzadik Livracha. Haraftavori. Friday, Dalit Shvat, is the yard site of one of the great Gedolim of the former generation. Of Yechiel Yaakov Weinberg, the famous Godel Batayra, important Posek, and a person who was a teacher, a thinker, and influenced many people, was born in Poland, near Chechnowicz, in 1884. He seems to have come from a, an average family. There's no stories about anyone else in his family being Gedolim, Tamini Chachamim, people of Yichus. But he was quickly recognized as an Ilui. More or less at the age of 16, he went to the yeshiva of Slabatka, where he was known as the Ilui of Chechnevich. He, at that time, was introduced to people who were famous Gedolim, and the influence of Slabatka, that Musa yeshiva, was felt very strongly by Rabbi Yaakov Weinberg, and he wrote about it in various essays. He, at the same time, shortly after he was in Slabatka, he also was involved with Hebrew writers, people who belonged to the Haskalah movement. He was familiar with Mapu personally and through his writings. Eventually, he went to the yeshiva of Mir, Abichio Yaakov Weinberg, learned with the Gedolim of Mir, he learned with, with the Rosh Hashiva, later Rosh Hashiva, Blazer Yudel Finkel, and he went to Grodna. But all these type years that he spent learning Yeshiva, he also, perhaps privately, perhaps sometimes in a clandestine manner, he studied Limudichol. He studied Russian, he studied literature. When he was offered a Rabbanis, he was offered a Shidduch that in a certain way he felt coerced to accept. He wrote so in one of his works, and this Shidduch did not bear fruit in any sense at all. With great anguish and pain, Rabbi Yaakov Weinberg divorced his wife and never remarried. In that respect, he was a tragic and lonely figure. During the war years, certain pressures were put upon him, and he went to Germany. He became active in the Beis Medrash that was known for a more Haskalak attitude toward learning. Eventually, when the seminary of Berlin was closed, he returned to Eastern Europe and he was interned in concentration camps. His poor health and a rather difficult operation, which did not succeed well, caused him to abandon his plans to go to Eretz Israel, and he went to Montreux, Switzerland, basically to recuperate. 
sitting alone in the town of Mantra, he he founded a yeshiva. He was known as Rosh Yeshiva, but he could lead a life apart from the real politic of the yeshiva world. Although he lived in isolation in a certain sense in Mantra, his influence was very strongly felt all over the world. People wrote him she'ilot in halacha, and his responsa became widespread and extremely important. The tshuvas are now printed in a few volumes called Sridei Eish. First two volumes came, then a third volume appeared, and a fourth volume appeared. Mosad Rav Kook collected it all and reprinted it in a different form. Some of those tshuvas are extremely famous and have wide ramifications in the yeshiva world. For example, he fought this tremendous battle about shechita. When government regulations insisted that the animals be stunned before shechita, Rabbi Yaakov Weinberg was the one who dealt with this issue. At the end, he said he wanted other people to agree with him. But he took a rather unique stance in this question. He was one of the first people that wrote a tshuva about celebrating a bas mitzvah. Bar mitzvahs were celebrated, but bas mitzvahs were not at all celebrated. And Rav Moshe, and Rav uh, Yaakov Weinberg, and later on tshuvas are written by Rav Moshe and other people about the same question, but Rav Yaakov Weinberg wrote a positive response about having a bar mitzvah, a bas mitzvah, not only a bar mitzvah. One of the most famous tshuvas in Sri Yesh is about Kol Isha. The custom, apparently, in certain homes was that people sang Zmir as, as families. Men and women sang together. It must be emphasized that the tshuva that Rav Weinberg wrote was to a youth organization where he felt that Kiruv, bringing people back to, to Yiddishkeit, was the main point of the organization. And in order to attain that goal, he permitted men and women to sing together in this youth organization. This tshuva is extremely important for youth organizations, is cited in many, many other sfarim. Rabbi Chiyo Yaakov's life was one of tragedy. Sometimes he was misunderstood. In an excellent work, biography of Rabbi Chir Yaakov Weinberg, Professor Mark Shapiro wrote a book about the complication or the complicated life he led. On one hand, he was a masculine, a person who had the the approach of the chokrim, of the scholars, a person well-versed not only in Torah, but in literature, in what they called Wissenschaft, Chochmat Yisrael, but a person who was known and respected as a true Gadol Batayra. Being alone, basically in Mantra, he had some very, very devoted students and some very, very devoted friends. One of the famous 
students of Rebichel Yaakov Weinberg, is today living in Yerushalayim, Rav Avram Weingart, whose father was already associated with that yeshiva in Mantra, and the young Rabbi Weingart, Sheibadel Chaim Tovim, who should live a long life, worked hand-in-hand hand with Rav Weinberg and published a volume of tshuvas, of, of chidushim. The tshuvas are called Sri Yesh. Rav Weingart published a sefer of Sri Yesh, of Chidushi Torah, which rank together with the Rosh Yeshiva in their scope, in their depth. And you see him not only as a posek, but as a Rosh Yeshiva. You also see Rabbi Yaakov Weinberg as a thinker, and an original thinker, and as a darshan in some of his other svarim. He wrote a book of essays called Lifrakim. Some of his works were published in German. And there you see original ideas. Sometimes they're not the conventional approach of the yeshiva world. Rav Weinberg had a very complicated relationship a very close relationship with Professor Shmuel Atlas. In the yeshiva world, this was a very complicated thing to understand. Professor Atlas was a professor of Talmud at the Hebrew Union College in Cincinnati. Although he himself did work and publish Rishonim, one would not say that Shmuel Atlas, Professor Shmuel Atlas, was part of the yeshiva world. And as such, interested people, made people very curious about this type of relationship. Again, Professor Shapiro wrote an article about this relationship and in one of the uh, Torah Umada journals and Rabbi Weingart wrote a response discussing who really knew Rabbi Yaakov Weinberg, what were his true thoughts. One thing is obvious. He lived a complicated life and he was a complex person. One of his main students was also a controversial figure, Rabbi, Dr., Professor Eliezer Berkowitz, professor of philosophy, well known in the academic world of Jewish philosophy, was a Talmud of Rabbi Chil Yaakov Weinberg and learned Gemara under him. He asked Rabbi Chil Yaakov Weinberg to write a haskama, an approbation for the Svarim that he wrote, and specifically for an approach he had about relieving the problem of agunot, of women whose husbands did not give them a get. And he came, Professor Berkowitz, with a novel interpretation, novel idea of how to alleviate this problem. Although Rabbi Chil Yaakov Weinberg apparently liked the Sefer very much, he liked the approach very much, the bottom line is he refused to accept the proposal as is, and as was his want in controversial issues, he sometimes said that we need the approval of the Gdole Hador. When in books that he wrote, not only did he write Chidush Torah, not only did he write Machshava, but we see the influence of Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, the world of Musr, that he received in Slabotka. 
The influence of the German school of Reb Shemshel Fal Hirsch is also seen in his works. His approach to perhaps what we would call mechkar, scholarship, rather than pure yeshiva learning, is found in Mechkarim HaTalmud, which he published in 1937-1938. The complex life can be illustrated by a story that I cannot verify personally, but was a story that I heard about the funeral of Rabbi Chiel Yaakov Weinberg. In 1966, Dalit Shvat, Rabbi Chiel Yaakov was brought to Eretz Israel to be buried, in, to be buried here. The Tzioni Dati Lu'umi, the religious Zionist movement, people with whom Rav Weinberg had associated throughout his life, wanted him buried in their type of cemetery in their Beis HaKvaros. The yeshiva world claimed Rabbi Chiyo Yaakov Weinberg for themselves. To which world did he really belong? Did he belong to the world of the more modern, open approach of the Mizrahi type? Did he belong to the yeshiva world of Rabbi Chatzko Sarna, of Chevron, of Slabotka? Was he in the world of Haskola? The answer seems to be that he was a mixture of all of the above. On one hand, his Talmudic erudition is so, without question, proven by his Svarim, by the Sri Eish, proven by his Mechkarim Betalmud, and no one can question the credentials of Abichil Yaakov. On the other hand, his entrance into the world of secular subjects, his interest in Mechkar removed him somewhat for some time from the yeshiva world. And it seems that it was not a coincidence that he isolated himself and lived in Mantra. Those Talmudim that had the privilege of learning with him, and there are quite a number of them, I only mentioned the one that I've met personally and I've spoken to, Rabbi Weingart, but other students who felt a very close connection to Rabbi Yaakov Weinberg, felt that he was the true Godel of the generation living in Mantreux, founding his yeshiva. Eventually, this yeshiva of Mantreux has transferred itself to Yerushalayim, and this yeshiva now continues in Yerushalayim. The Svarim of Rav Weinberg obviously will continue for many, many generations. Sri Eish, is considered is considered part of the main libraries of yeshiva learning, both in the world of the tshuvas, of the halacha lemaisa, as well as in the shiurim printed in the Sridayesh. He left no children. He had no family. But his students, the very close students, are his family, and in respect in a certain respect, we're all his Talmudian since we still use those Svarim, the Sri Deyesh. You've been listening to Rabbi Yom Tavori, the outside of the week, Sri Deyesh, Rabbi Yaakov Yechiel Weinberg, Zecher, Tzadik, Kadesh Levracha.